To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles, and, by opposing, end them. To die, to sleep. To sleep, perchance, to dream. William Shakespeare, Hamlet. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses, and I'm very grateful that you're the Shakespeare expert between us. I have read many a Shakespeare and performed a couple of them. Well done. I'm sure everyone listening is applauding with me. (laughs) Our topic for today, the trope that we're going to cover, is a descent into madness or villainy. I love this trope so much. I feel like there's a little bit of villain in all of us and a little bit of madness in all of us. All it takes is just the right catalyst. So as a storyteller, it's extra fun to put your characters through that, see how far you can tax them, and still make them a good enough person that your audience wants to align with them, but an evil enough person to accomplish this descent. So as a definition, a descent into madness for a trope of a story is that it is a tragedy in which we see a character who is good and wholesome becomes corrupted, eventually becoming his own villain and probably dying. The dying part is sort of implied in the tragedy part. You can make this character redeemed at the very end, but more often than not, they've gone too far off the cliff. Overall, you will see this trope played off mostly in drama. And again, it's that tragedy aspect. Occasionally in action, and very occasionally within comedy. So as our opener quote implied, Hamlet is one of the classic examples of this descent into madness, where Hamlet starts out being good, a little bit naive, and descends into madness as he struggles to cope with the things happening around him. Another example would be in the movie The Dark Knight. Two-Face starts off as the White Knight and ends up as a villain. John Wick is kind of a descent into villainy. I only say kind of because a lot of us still root for him because how dare they kill his dog. I was actually doing research for this episode when I was hanging out with my composer friend and he pointed out Symphony Fantastique by Berlioz which was also a portal fantasy, which we talked about earlier. The character goes mad through the story of the symphony. It's a very fascinating way to tell this particular trope. When I said earlier that you could bring this trope into comedy, that's through stories such as My Best Friend's Wedding, where it's a romance, but the main character descends further and further as she's trying to sabotage her best friend's wedding. Also, the book Wicked we see Elphaba go from this bright-eyed, cheerful prodigy of a student to accepting the title of villain to becoming the villain. For an example of a descent into madness that you get that redemption, Mean Girls. Again, character starts out bright, naive, hopeful, good group of friends, tries to get into the popular group to sabotage them, but then becomes them. And finally, if we're going a little bit farther back in cinema history, 
the treasure of the Sierra Madre, and I believe it was the gold fever that drove the characters to kill each other and become their own worst villains. There are a lot of subtropes that go along with this greater idea of descending as a character. One of those tropes is that evil, even for a good reason, is still a bad idea. This tends to be a little bit more of a moralistic approach to this descent into villainy. Even if the bad guys killed John Wick's dog, he probably shouldn't have wiped out an entire colony of people. Another common soap trope you'll see, like in Wicked, would be the loosening the definition of what we think of as a monster. And that kind of goes into the next type of category is the true villain is the person we were all along. So the ones that we think are the villains at the beginning aren't, but the ones that we thought were good are the real villains. Like we mentioned in My Best Friend's Wedding, we do see a lot of sabotaging of people we care about, sabotaging your friends in this type of storytelling, as well as a rags to riches gone wrong. They start off as a good and wholesome person. They get money. They get greedy. They become villainous. We see that kind of thing in Scarface. More tropes that are included in this from TVTropes.com include the karmic death, that you deserve this death because you went too far. One of my favorites, Stockholm Syndrome, the brainwashing by the bad guys of the good guys to make them evil. And then finally, the embracing of the inevitable. That goes along with the true villain we were all along mentality. So there's so much opportunity to write selfishly in this particular trope. What are some key elements that we have to hit in order to make sure we pull off this trope successfully? Of course, the biggest point is that the main character must think of themselves as a hero or a good person in the beginning of the story. On top of that, your readers must concur. Otherwise, that descent isn't going to feel natural because they're already there. And that leads wonderfully into our next point, which is that descent needs to be a slippery slope. It can't just be the light switch goes and all of a sudden they're a villain. First, they don't like to kill. And then they only kill in self-defense. Then they kill because they're defending somebody else, like their dog or their kids. And then they kill preemptively. And then they will start to see everyone as a villain, and now they're killing anyone because everyone is evil in some way. It's a little bit like the robots in a lot of sci-fi stories. Say, Age of Ultron, yes, his initial goal was save humanity, but then he realized humanity's greatest threat was humanity, so he just needed to get rid of them all. Another trend to keep in mind as you're writing these is a look at not just your main character, but their mentor character. That mentor character is often the villain all along. They might not have seen it, but they're the ones nudging or coaxing and pushing them down that slippery slope. I will add that you can also have the mentor character be a very strong force for them to be good, but because of that strong pushiness, it's what's pushing them towards the dark. I feel like that's a little bit with the Obi-Wan Anakin story. 
And of course, you need someone to compare that main character's descent to. You need to have a good character that stays a good character so they can be the barometer and show the difference between what should be normal and good and the insanity and villainy. The final thing is that your resolution will almost always be one of two things, a return to good or death, some kind of end to that villainy. Again, it feels more often than not that these types of stories end in the death part. I feel like, especially in the 50s, we had a lot of, you do evil things, bad things happen to you. And that moralizing that we got in, especially cinema in that time period, came back to, look, you're going to die if you do evil things. This largely also depends on the genre that you're writing in. Obviously, if you're writing a comedy or dramedy, that's going to end with a return to good. If it is the drama, the tragedy, it's likely going to end with the death. There are a couple of things that I would suggest avoiding when writing this Descent into Villainy or Descent into Madness. That would include avoid not giving some kind of resolution at the end. If it's just an origin story for the Joker, okay, but there has to be some kind of problem that is solved in order for it to be a story. Because remember, a story is a problem and a solution. It doesn't have to be the solution everybody wants. It doesn't have to be the solution that ends in happily ever after. There needs to be a solution. The other thing I would advise keeping in mind as you're writing would be to avoid the morally gray character. They start off morally gray, they end morally gray. If you're writing this descent into madness or descent into villainy, there is a transition. The transition is what's interesting to your readers. Now, you can have a morally gray character involved, maybe corrupting the good character, and then all of a sudden going, whoa, you're going too far now, even for me, and that's saying something. But again, it's one character or maybe a very small number of characters that take this descent. Overall, this is a very fun trope to dive into because you get to explore a little bit of the darker side of things, the psychology of what makes people snap, what makes them fall into making bad decisions and doing bad things. I mean, I really enjoy exploring the psychology of people in general within my writing. I think it's one of the main reasons I'm a character-based writer. So it's a really, really good opportunity for you to reach out to those darker recesses of your mind and let yourself explore those villainous things in the world. And of course, a very, very good opportunity for you to write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 